All right, so we have nine of these movies to get through. So let's, uh, how about this? I'll just call them out. Okay. I'll call them out, and then we'll hit them like three to five minutes tops. Okay, okay. We'll pop through, and then maybe if there's anything at the end that uh, we missed or we want to say about something deeper, or if we want to rant, we could do that, and then we'll, uh, we'll get into what we're watching. In a world where you only have trailers and posters to judge a movie, Jim and Ted strike out to answer the age-old question, will you see it? Hello, Ted. It is episode 175, and you gave me some homework tonight. <laughs> we had to catch up a little bit. Yeah, we missed last week. One one week off. Yeah, we were at Legoland. So with that, we have a lot to get caught up on. We have a lot of Lego. Well, not a lot of Legoland talk, but we have <laughs> Legoland talk, and we have our weeks, and we have what we're watching, and nine trailers. Nine trailers. I love it. Nine. We typically do two to three, sometimes only one. <laughs> you gave us nine tonight. I said nine. You know, we there's actually more. There was like uh, 12 that we saw, but, you know, I, I whittled it down and I got us down to nine. Yeah, you're not a minimalist. <laughs> so let's talk beers. How, what, what beer do you have this evening? All right. Okay, sure. If you want me to go first. I have a... Uh, you've heard of Tap It, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have a Tap It. But I thought Tap It was just a guide. What do you mean? No, it's that's a, brew, a Tap It Brewing Company. They're out of San Luis Obispo. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, they're out of San Luis Obispo. Cafe Noir. It's nice. an Imperial Coffee Porter. Mm. 9.3%. Ooh. So it's one of those 22-ounce bottles. I got a bigger one for tonight because we have so many trailers to get through. I hope this doesn't take us uh, till midnight. <laughs> All right. While you're cracking that open, I will uh, mine. I have also from your neck of the woods, Firestone. And I know you love the Firestones, right? They have that great barley wine that comes in the box. Oh, yeah. I love that one. It's a new one. Uh-oh. This one's the 2021. It's called Kentucky Mule Vintage. Have you heard of this? I have not, but it sounds like it's a bourbon something or other. It is. So it is uh. bourbon barrel aged blended ale Okay. with ginger and lime peel. Lime peel? So I was like the ginger and lime peel. Like I'm so used to like fruity and like all the heavy pastry stouts and all those things. And I got some of those when I was down at Handy Market today, uh, this morning. But I said, let me go for tonight. We'll do this uh, Firestone Kentucky Mule. Yeah. And it is clocking in at 11.8. Dude, I can't beat you. I can't beat you. <laughs> I have a couple in there that I'm... I'm I've been sitting on. Nice, nice. And I'm not going to give away the ABV, but I can say Don't. they're not... 14ers like you've been bringing this is the heaviest for the month of november okay okay i might have a chance in november you you have you have a chance in november i think the the rest of them are single digits or right around the 10 mark so okay nice nice just just to give you a little preview so how's yours uh hitting yeah so i let the head go down a little bit and it is coffee okay heavy on the coffee 
Not heavy on the palate, though, meaning it's not like a creamy stout. It has the mouthfeel of, say, an IPA, but it has the flavor and vapors, if you will, okay. of like a of like a of like a stout. Uh-huh. But the mouthfeel of like an APE. Nice. Okay. Yeah, it's it, an APE. Listen to me, an IPA. It, oh, I thought. <laughs> I thought that was a new thing. I was I was all in it. I was like, Whoa. You're like what's an okay, APE? Gonna, APE, like, that's like an American pale. It's like an uh, APE. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm trying to smack a fly buzzing around me and it's got me distracted. So and what do you and what are your thoughts now? Okay, so G- okay, so it's ginger and lime peel. Yes, not even it's like zest of lime, like the zest of lime. Okay, Ima- imagine what you would think it would be. Uh, man, terrible. <laughs> I'm not a fan of ginger. That's the reason okay, I say so that. So it, it's a little bit like a ginger snap cookie, and it's a little bit like a Cuba Libre. It has like a Coca Cola thing to it. Okay. There's really no. Wait, what's a Cuba Libre? Cuba Libre is uh, rum and coke with lime. Oh, okay, yeah. So that's a Cuba Libre. Got it. So it's more of a. It, this is a beer that drinks like a mixed drink. Really? It's almost. It's almost like a malt. You know, it's like those funny malt seltzers. Those. Those hard seltzers that people are throwing around now. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. And stuff. Right. This almost comes off like a Bud Light. Well, not like a Bud Light seltzer, but like a like a mixed drink in a can in a bottle. Yeah, I know what you mean. Which is very very strange. There's no. It's dark. I mean, it the the it's dark, but it's but it's Coca Cola dark. It's not black. You know, it's like the. Oh yeah, I know what you mean. It's like caramely dark. It's like caramely dark, and it really it's like a kind of a flattened Coke. It's really interesting, and it's really not uh, a beer of any kind. So Kentucky Mule is is the right the name for it. I should be drinking this out of a, a copper tin cup or something. So the the bottom line, would you say that you like it? Or, I mean... It is unexpected. Okay. In a good way or a bad way? It is refreshing. It is not a beer. I, I just, I think, you know, you would want, I would want a beer... I would want some, it says blended ale, but it's really, I mean, I don't know what ale they're using that's hiding in the background this much, but the between the bourbon, the ginger, and the lime, there's no room for anything ale to come out. Yeah, the, the yeast did nothing more than make a lot of alcohol, but it didn't impart any flavor. Exactly. It has yeah. no, it's, it is contributing alcohol only. Yeah, 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 that, yeah. That's a good way to put it. And, and the alcohol being high, this 11.8, it doesn't, you know, you need, you need something like that lactose or something that has uh, something to sit on your palate to, to mellow it. I, this is not going to mellow at all. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm in very, I, I might grab some ice cubes after this <laughs> thing, but it is a mixed drink. You know, you're going to have like uh, an umbrella, you know, you're going to have like a, I don't know, a candy cane sticking out of it or something. <laughs> oh man. Uh, tis the season. So, yeah, we were at Legoland last week. That's why we didn't record. Mm -hmm. And we did a family trip. So we planned a trip with our friends in town here and their kids. Okay. And their kids go to school with our kids. They're all the same age and everything. Nice. They've done sleepovers and they, you know, and all this stuff. And great time. Roller coasters. You know, I mean, Legoland. How big are the roller coasters? But they do have one that's fairly (laughs) quick. and, And none of the adults 
wanted to go on it for various reasons. Okay. Is it a jerky one? Is it kind of jerky? Does it jerk around? It's not jerky. It has one big drop and then oh, okay. it and then it's kind of short after that. It, it's not really that much. So I went on with the three boys. Okay. And Clarissa, Amy and Brian stayed off as did uh, Madison, uh, the girl who's Mikey's age. Okay. And four kids me and the three boys went on the roller coaster and yeah, we had a great time. We loved it. We were screaming all the way down and, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, it was like a, it was a brick or treat. So it, they had oh, nice, trick yeah. or treating stuff. It was all dressed up like Halloween. Mike was in the costume contest. Nice. Okay. There was about 200 kids or so in the costume contest. One kid won. He, it was t- total homemade costume it was great and and he made more or less like a a lego figure kind of a guy i mean i'm not going to try and describe it oh on theme on theme then too well that's what they did they had three themes they had oh lord garmadon tim just told me (laughs) and it was it had to be involved with like a lego movie tv show something like that okay they had the other one that was strictly whatever you wanted to do but it had to be like a homemade jobber okay and then the third one i don't remember what it was oh it was a group that's right so the group (laughs) that won it was a bunch of people were you there were you there (laughs) or was it just timmy mike no i was there i I can't remember man it was so much there was so much going on and but the group was really cool and it leads into one of our trailers tonight okay cool sideways <laughs> it was toy story a group okay, the group okay. was the toy story group ah. and the ones that put them over the top was slinky the dog so they had one person in front two people with a slinky with slinky in between them and stuff it was nice. it was really good and the kid that won the homemade jobber all he was doing he was a costco person giving away samples <laughs> Oh, that was great. Did, but he, was he wearing like the... He had the whole Costco like outfit, man. I mean, the hairnet, you know. And, I mean, it was... It was and he had the, 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 the apron. I mean, the it was smock, really yeah, good. The, yeah. the smock, That's yeah. That's great. <laughs> I mean, you know, and then it's like the breakfast and dinners and then $10 beers. And I mean, I'm going broke. And, but overall, though, we had a great time. And we bought, like, we spent way too much money at the Lego store as as you want to do there you know and and, uh so yeah overall fun weekend legoland is it was just it's it's an all-around great time for kids under 10 okay kids and families or maybe a better way to put it is families with kids under 10 i think it's so sad i think we we mentioned it the last time you went how it's sad that I think my kids have already missed it. You know, definitely Audrey has missed it. Oh, yeah. Audrey would be like, this is lame. But even Bryce is like on the cusp of, you know, just wanting to do it. And I think he said he's wanted to do it even recently. But I think he would go and maybe like if you see, you know, he would be good if he went with Timmy and Mikey. That's th- that's it. Like he could he could have a good time. But if he was there with 
either his friends or with strangers that are younger than, you know, if he, if he saw strangers that are like Mikey's age, he might think it was too young for him, you know? Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think if he, like, if you guys were with us and, and, and Bryce was there, I think Bryce would have a great time because he's kind of like the older brother to Tim and Mike. Yeah, I mean, he would be showing them things. Exactly. Things with them and, and he could big brother them. Exactly. But, but if they're strangers and, you know, seven or something and they're having a good time, he feel like he's too old for it, you know? So it's very strange. Well, he doesn't have that bond with them either. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Right. What I would say, though, if you do get the opportunity, though, I mean, going and it's not like anything. It's not even ride wise going to observe the builds. (laughs) I mean, they have Washington, D.C., New York City. Oh, nice. San Francisco is just awesome. Uh, They have like Massachusetts, Maine-ish, kind of Atlantic Northeast. Oh, okay. Uh, Like fishing town, you know, like uh, uh, Portland, Maine, sort of like a fishing community or something. Uh-huh. I mean, they it, it's that part of it. It is incredible. The builds. That's amazing. And and to see these builds and, you know, they have other things, too. They have like busts of George Washington. They have busts of uh, Abraham Lincoln, Martin Luther King. You know, they have these these beautiful busts that they have these people. But right. the builds, though, the city builds. Las Vegas is incredible. New York City is incredible. Like I said, San Francisco is amazing. Washington, D.C. is amazing. I mean, these things are there's no words to describe them. Uh-huh. I mean, the builds you do in your house. I don't care how awesome a builder you watch on, you know, Lego Masters on TV. These builds are are fantastical. Are they outdoors, though? No, they're outdoors. Yeah, they're outdoors. So they have to live under the elements? Are they, like, faded? Under the elements. Are they faded? Are they... Uh, they Yeah, some of, like, they'll have, like, animals... They, ha- you know how they have the Jungle Cruise on uh, yeah. uh, at at Disneyland. They yes. have something kind of like the Jungle Cruise, mm-hmm. or what's the other one at Disneyland where they have you go through on the boat and it goes through the mouth of the whale, uh, Fantasyland or whatever it is. Or yeah, right, yeah, yeah. They have something right. like that the, too. The, the Casey Jones train is up top, exactly, and then the Fantasy La- Fantasyland boat. Is exactly, the yeah. yeah. They have things similar to that, you know, where you okay. go on boats and they have all these things off in the distance and such and they'll have like life-size elephants for example or you know these massive squids and you know they're gray and red and so on and you could they're they're a little sun faded Uh you know just because i mean heck it's southern california oh yeah you'd expect it yeah you know it's been there for 20 years or something well you think they would switch it out from time to time you know every five years you switch a switch a section out or something yeah maybe but i mean these like the elephant has like you know 37 million bricks in it or something i mean i don't know how you switch that out you know like (laughs) but yeah and then everywhere you go there's like lego builds everywhere like you're in the restaurant and the restaurant is like medieval times kind of restaurant and all the characters the lights the dragons. I mean, every detail is Lego. So it's it's really cool. I mean, it, just the builds alone blow your mind about. How, right. You know, and the real brick. I mean, they and they glue them all together, too. Otherwise, you'd have kids taking this all apart. You know? <laughs> um, And then just to finish up. So today and then and then, you know, I'll let you like 
get after it. But uh, we had the boys parent teacher conferences today. Oh, nice. And I couldn't be more happy. I mean, they are doing so well in school. They're reading well above grade level. Math is above grade level. Both of their writing is a little bit to be desired. You know, they're they're a little bit. Okay. Their handwriting's a little bit sloppy. Not too bad, but um, they're reluctant writers. I think some of that's to do with COVID. You know, you don't write over Zoom and okay and all that stuff. And uh, but the thing I think I learned most is the gap between like kids like our kids. And most of the kids in school, so many of them are so far behind because of COVID because of the COVID. COVID yeah. They're like, yeah. we've never had this many kids this far behind. And uh, they're just so many kids are really struggling, you know, and, and it's sad to hear. And and teachers are just working their butts off trying to get them caught up. And a lot of them are getting caught up. But, you know, there's just this gap that's occurred. Mm-hmm. And. You know the kids that are doing really well. You see the ones that are doing well. They're winning all these awards at the like the little award ceremonies and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so many of them just it's not even like, oh, I didn't get it this time. I'll get it next time. You know, it's like they might not get it all year. Right. They're so far behind, you know, and uh. and it, it's it's so sad. Like, I mean, my heart just breaks for them because, you know, the kids are like, I don't know, and I don't know why I don't know. Right. You know, and, and it's just, yeah, it, it's it's really, it's heartbreaking. But, you know, the te- like I said, the teachers are just crushing it. They're working so hard. You know, I mean, my hat's off to them. They have a challenge that's just beyond what what we've ever had in, in our education system, at, at least in, in right. you know, the past whatever five decades or something. Yeah. Modern. Yeah. Modern era. Modern era. Exactly. But, you know, on a bright side, my kids happily are, are doing really well. You know, and I've even told like I, I said, you know what? Invite some of your friends over, man. Like on the weekends, we could do like some little reading groups. And I mean, you know, and I and I've even told like neighbors and stuff, have your kids come over, man. I'll read with them and we'll do stuff. And, you know, and and it's kind of like what I do for a living and and, you know, just getting these kids just away from screens. I mean, so many of them are just too much into like video games. I think that's another big problem. Yeah. Anyway, it is what it is. So. High side, low side, all in one <laughs> kind of a story. But for us personally, it's great. We have like, yeah, it's fantastic. I couldn't be happier. So how about you guys? What have you been up to? So we've been up to, you know, a lot of the normal stuff where. Uh, so I guess most most of what last weekend was was uh, what we're watching. <laughs> so we went to see Dune in the theater. Audrey and I. Oh man, I heard it's amazing. It is. It is great. It's a great movie. I don't care what people, the people that hate on it. So that was great. I haven't heard anything bad, really. I heard it could be a little hard to follow at times, but other than that, it's the, everybody is giving it good reviews that I've heard. I will give it one critique. And mine is just a little nitpicky thing. Uh, we saw it in IMAX and we were watching it at IMAX. Okay. And there's this one scene at about 41 minutes in and on the IMAX projection, there's some light letterboxing. There's a little, little strip of black at the top and the bottom Oh. for part of the scene. And I thought, oh, you know, and then I leaned over to Audrey and I said, Audrey, look, there's letterboxing. There's letterboxing here. And then they, when they do flashes to his, his visions, they don't, they go non-letterbox, they go full screen. 
And she was like, oh, I think they did it on, did it on purpose. They did it on purpose. And I was like, well, you know what? If they did it on purpose, then I'll go home and watch the HBO Max version. And they'll have light letterboxing on that scene in HBO Max. And then we'll we'll see if they did it on purpose. And they did not have it in there. So I, I will say that I think this is a little mistake that they didn't catch in, you know, the IMAX uh, QC. SOBs! but it was it was amazing it was great to see a movie in the theater you know full fully masked masked up double masked as we are was it crowded in the theater or or how how was the seating it it, luckily we we went we went to the noon screening so it was about half amc amc it was about two-thirds full wow two-thirds at noon yeah when we go to el capitan it's about less than 50 percent capacity okay so you can really spread out in l cap now is it less than 50 percent because that's how they're doing it or is that all that's showing up it's all that's showing up i think l cap people i think people don't think that they can go see movies in the l cap so you can it's a little bit of a premium uh, a little it costs a little more than your typical one but it, and it's also not a chain it's you know it's l capitan it's the you know it's on hollywood and highland you know it's kind of a novelty and it's for premieres and stuff. So I think because it's for premieres, some premieres, people don't know that it shows regular movies, regular Disney movies throughout. But since Dune is not a Disney movie, we had to see it at AMC. So I re-upped my AMC Stubbs premiere. So we did. We got that for a year. Um, not the A-list, because I don't know if we're going to be seeing four movies a month. But I did get the premiere, so we get a little discounts here and there. Yeah, but very yeah, cool. It was great. And then, you know, typical school work stuff. Um, and that's about it. Grill. I'm grilling tons of stuff. We're grilling or smoking, smoking, smoking and grilling. So I smoking while grilling. Well, yeah, I was a little, I was a little concerned about doing burgers on there because I thought, Ooh, I don't, I need direct flames for the burgers. But as, as long as I crank it up to the, the highest heat, if you have those things going at 475 degrees, it'll grill. It'll give you grill marks. It'll cook it, whatever you want to cook. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. it's, it's doing, it's doing some grilling on the nice, nice on the smoker. All right. So we have nine of these movies to get through. So let's, uh, how about this? I'll just call them out. Okay. I'll call them out and then we'll hit them like three to five minutes tops. Okay. Okay. We'll pop through. And then maybe if there's anything at the end that uh, we missed or we want to say about something deeper, or if we want to rant, we could do that. And then we'll, uh, We'll get into what we're watching. Cool. All right, let's start with The Batman. The Batman. Yeah. So is it The Batman or The Batman? Oh, it's The Batman. I don't know. You you tell me. Like, is it The Batman or is it The Batman? Oh, it's The Batman. It's got to be The Batman. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. Great sound design. So in honor of Paul, since Paul was talking with us a few weeks ago, Three-word review. He said something about the three-word review, so I brought it back. Since we have nine trailers, I thought nine, you know, it's nice round number, and it's, you know, it's kind of in that three family. You're going to give us 27 words? (laughs) I'm going to give you 27 words. Nice. (laughs) All right, so the three-word review for the the Batman is... The Batman. The Batman. Okay, the Batman. The Batman. Is riddle me this riddle me. Th- oh, okay. The Riddler. Cause he shows the, the, yeah. Like, you know, the coffee foam. Yeah. The coffee had a little question mark in it. So, so, it, and I like that. I like that. Very clever. And, and I like the idea, you know, we've seen the Riddler. We've seen Jim Carrey's Riddler before. 
in, in other movies, but this one just feels so gritty. And I love, I love, I love the villains in this because they are characters and yet they aren't the full camp characters, you know? Right. I know what you mean. Yeah. So, so I love, I love the take on the villains here. Okay, why is it that Batman is always portrayed as this, like, evil criminal guy, even though he's a good guy? Because he's brooding. He's a brooding dark knight. Is that why? I mean, he's just, like, because he's, like, angry at crime, so then he comes out all dark? (laughs) And this one, he's especially emo because, you know, he's a... That's what I mean. He's a vampire on top of it, so... He's a vampire? Did I... (laughs) From Twilight. (laughs) Oh! (laughs) How did you not incorporate that into your three word review? I know, I know. Hey, I had to come up with 27 words, okay? Come on. <laughs> Scream. All right. Ah! So, this one, my three word review for this is Ghost Facebook Killer. Ghost Facebook Killer. Okay, ghost. I get that. Face. So, because go, so ghost face, ghost face yeah, is yeah, the yeah, name I get that of, one. The, of the costume. But instead of splitting it like that, I made, I put it in a Facebook because this is more contemporary, even though now we're dating ourselves by saying Facebook because it's no longer Facebook. <laughs> right. And then killer, not killer. You said killer. I said killer. Killer. Because he's hip hop. It's K I L L A because ghost face killer is a. Is, uh, you know, is in Wu-Tang. Yeah, got it. Oh, God, you know, I hope he's in Wu-Tang. My recollection of Scream. <laughs> yeah. So back when Scream 1 or something, Scream Scream, the original Scream came out. Right. I was dating this girl and I invited her over and I thought, man, this is my chance. Like, I'm going to put on Scream. <laughs> She'll get, be so frightened. She'll jump into my arms and, you know, that's the end of the night, right? Right. She couldn't stand the movie, hated it. Sat on the other side of the sofa and was like put off by it. And I was just like, well, that plan failed. <laughs> oh, well, my hopes and dreams were, were shot down that night. Thank goodness, because, you know, Clarissa is your taxi driver girl. That's right. <laughs> but my main issue with this movie and movies like this is, OK, this person goes around, you know, it's a slasher movie, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy robes, goofy mask and all this. Okay, I get serial killers. They do happen. They have happened. Frighteningly and sadly enough, they have happened. Right. What is it about people not being able to catch a guy wearing a goofy mask and robes? Or somebody doesn't know, like, karate to know how to, like, de-arm a guy with a knife or something. Well, if, you know, if we go to the original Scream, the 1996 Scream, the the issue there was it was two guys. Oh, that's right. It was two guys. Yeah. So that's why, you know, two guys, two masks, two two outfits, two knives. You got, you know, you can't outrun somebody if you're running into the arms of the other guy, you know, and you can't tell that it's them. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I love, you know, you have to. You're going to watch this? Well, where is it? It's in the theater, right? Doesn't even matter. Doesn't even matter. Wait till it comes to streaming. I, I, I like the Scream franchise enough. I mean, showing Scream to Audrey, the original Scream, 1996 Scream, and having, you know, like, I, so the the few questionable movies that I've shown, the few R movies that I've shown Audrey are Scream and Fight Club. You know what I mean? So I think there's a level of quality. There's a level of filmmaking. There's a level of 
of um, genre defining. And to me, Scream was such a genre defining um, slasher movie that it knew all the rules to to play into, to break. And then it did them in a thoughtful way. I'd, so I just I love it as as a as a genre busting kind of movie. So I I don't know. I think that's I, that's that's what endears me to this franchise. I I thought you were going to tell me that Audrey watched Scream and just screamed. Why are you making me watch this? <laughs> oh no, she loves it. She loves it, and she loves the idea of these characters coming back. Okay, and then being the Ricardos. Let's jump to that one. Being the Ricardos. I grew up on I Love Lucy. Okay. My mom is like an I Love Lucy fanatic. I mean, she's insane for I Love Lucy. So has she been to the 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 stomp, the Kalira stomp with the with the stomping Lucys? No, she has not been to the Kalira stomp. Oh man, oh, she should totally go to that. She hasn't been out here at that time of year. Yeah. Desi Arnaz, he's the guy that created, invented, however you want to say that, uh, the three-camera shot for TV sets, I think, isn't he? Oh, is that right? I don't know. You have to tell me. I believe so. I believe so. I think Desi... Now, did he do it or did did, did Lucy do it? That's a good question. I don't know. Uh, either one, but I think, it was, I think it was Desi Lu Productions that was yeah. the one that started the three-camera uh, shooting. And I think for this, this is really, you know, this is defining the the time and the space as, and I think most people took it to be Lucy was the one driving force behind this. You know, the voiceover says, I'm the biggest thing for Philip Morris. I'm the biggest thing for this channel. I'm the biggest thing for all of this. And I think the things that, that Ricardo had, Desi Arnaz had, was definitely he was part of the creativity of it part of the the big band part of it but as far as a driving force it really feels like lucy was the driving force and i think this is this is going to to reinforce that yeah a couple things i'm curious about so this strikes me as Amazon's answer to Netflix's Hollywood. Okay. And I I don't think I don't think the second season's been out on that one. The Hollywood that plays accurate but it also plays fiction. I don't really know there, oh, yeah, yeah, th- yeah. there's kind of like gray areas in there. It's the Chernobyl of uh, Hollywood. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I'm curious if that's how this is going to be too where it's it's very accurate until it's not, you know, and and where where do they embellish where don't they and maybe they're going to try and make it as accurate as they can. So I think in that regard it might be really cool if it is true to to history if they embellish on things and you know like again the chernobyl of of the, the lucy world and we're and we're and we're definitely we're talking about chernobyl the series on hbo, on HBO. Not chernobyl. exactly not right. I knew what chernobyl. I knew what <laughs> no chernobyl the series on hbo was great but this is not a series right this is just uh this is just a movie i believe being the ricardos yeah being the ricardos oh see i don't know i took it as a series it's a it's a one-off movie it's aaron sorkin oh god oh, well as aaron sorkin does tv too so you can't right. tell anything it could have been <laughs> yeah overall uh i might even watch it i don't know i sent it to my mom i said i said hey being the ricardos check this out and she like is all, she's all about it she can't wait you know as long as they don't have naked minors uh i think we'll be all right you know what i'm saying 
No, I don't know what you're saying. What are you saying? Chernobyl. Oh, 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 naked. Oh, naked miners. Oh. Remember yeah, it was okay. hot down in there? Yes, they were... yes, I remember. Yeah. But when you say naked miners, I was oh, saying like, oh my kids? God. What did what did they do to little Ricky? Did little oh Ricky like run around naked guy. on the set, and that was part of the the shtick or something? <laughs> oh what god! Like, what are you doing to me over here? Uh, no, not miners as in children. <laughs> miners as in like diggers. Naked miners. <laughs> naked miners. It's not that kind of show, dude. Don't Jimmy, take that on. out of context. <laughs> you know, Jim, the school psychologist, wants to see naked miners. <laughs> What? Uh, so, so our favorite uh, fan who doesn't listen had had uh, had a little feedback on this. She was uh, Anne was saying, uh, being the Ricardos, we watched this together, this trailer, and she goes, "Oh, the whole uh, fan community for being for I Love Lucy is up in arms." Uh oh. And I was like, "What's what's what's the what's the what's the static? Did yeah, they what is wrong? It? Did they do something?" They did not want Nicole Kidman to be cast as Lucille Ball. Okay, why not? Because they wanted Deborah Messing. Okay, and does that matter? Deborah Messing from Will and Grace, because she has red hair, because she kind of looks a little more like Lucille Ball, because she's kind of a more comedic character. But I say, no, you go for the bigger star. You can get Nicole Kidman. Get Nicole Kidman. But why are Lucy fans upset with this? I guess because Deborah Messing was a fan of Lucille Balls and she, you know, was kind of under the tutelage of her or had some interaction with her. And so there's some some real life storyline about Deborah Messing and in TV comedy, you know, trying to pick up the man. And they're mad about that? I don't know. You know. Hey, uh, journalists gotta gotta write. <laughs> <laughs> Women. <laughs> oh man, don't start. Uh oh, we're done. We're First done. We got naked miners and now. <laughs> naked miners and now I'm ripping on women. <laughs> oh, and we didn't. Okay, so here. Oh God. My three weird review just to wrap this one up. Yes. Sorkin's got splaining. Sorkin's got splaining. So why does he have splaining? <laughs> No, because of the whole controversy. And oh, like, okay. You duh. know, it's like, Lucy, you got some splaining to do. I couldn't add the to do because that's too many words. Splain to we me. Could, we, could, we, could, we, could, we could infer it, but there you go. I And I love, I love, I love Aaron Sorkin. I, you know, I just, Aaron Sorkin. Aaron Sorkin's great. That's good. If, if there's a reason I'm going to watch this, I think it's going to be Aaron Sorkin. Okay. No, I mean, and I think that's a good reason. He put he puts out quality. Lightyear. Let's jump into that teaser trailer. Probably a fairly quick one. My boys watched it. They loved it. Yes. The animation. It's different. It is different and much more. It's Photo it's real. it's deeper. Yeah. Right. The three D is deeper. The scenes, uh-huh. like when you look at the the overall field of view like you're you're looking deeper into it and the, and the field of focus is narrower on this exactly you know? like exactly you can tell the depth of focus is is like is very very you know it's primes you know exactly i mean it's amazing the 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 visuals are fantastic i i love the, so here's here just a call back to your week and your time at uh at Legoland, I love that you're at Legoland and you can't even get away from Disney at Legoland because the winning team is a Toy Story, you know, Disney Pixar uh, branded uh, team of costumes, you know. Well, and here's what's funny. They had a whole section a couple years ago 
the Death Star, all the uh-huh. Star Wars Lego and stuff, it's all gone. <laughs> I, I, I'm thinking like something happened with licensing or something. I'm sure. I'm sure. But the weird yeah. thing is, though, there's a lot of Star Wars Lego. Yeah. There's a lot of Star Wars Lego with Disney logoing and branding. Right. And in the store itself, at the big shop itself, there's a Darth Vader, a, a Stormtrooper. You can buy it. Yeah, you can buy it in that, that licenses. No, I mean, there's like enormous oh 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 okay life-size builds and everything the models yeah out on the out on the uh i was gonna say playground but out on the whatever it's called the amusement park grounds uh-huh all the star wars stuff vanished gone gone <laughs> gone in the night so i love the bowie music i know it's great right yeah it's cool it's like it has that like uh, pop culture throwback th- yeah throwback we're going to space but like we've been there before mm-hmm. kind of a thing you know so yeah that I, I love the music it's almost like old school space travel yeah exactly exactly you know like like when we were when we were cha- when we were challenged to the new frontier in the 70s and stuff yeah almost uh it's it's more not even that i think it goes i think it goes beyond that i think it's like to infinity and beyond no <laughs> <laughs> but no i think it's uh uh more buck roger style oh, from like okay. the yeah, 50s yeah, I got you. right yeah, you know like it's that. yeah yeah it's it's that very like early space sci-fi it has that sort of a vibe like we don't have all of the all of the the physics and science down to be able to project this properly and we're going to do this in a sci-fi sort of a way mm-hmm. so with that sci-fi sort of a way we're going to you know uh have this old school vibe about it yeah yeah i like it i love it i love it and then so my three word review review for this is a little behind the scenes a little little meta if you were if you will and it's uh Actor, political, 180. Actor, political. Okay, wait a minute. Actor. Who's the actor? And and, and they made a 180 on their politics. Yes. So they went from Tim Allen. Oh. A known Republican, you know, last man standing. I was going to say... <laughs> Uh, Buzz Lightyear was Tim Allen. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. So there must be somebody different who's a liberal, right? Chris Evans. Oh, Chris Evans. Captain America is a known, like, uh, liberal, I guess, and, and very, very public in his support of the environment. Oh, darn environment! You know, <laughs> like, so. Oh, okay. I didn't know that about him, but yeah. Okay. That okay. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's very funny to see like one character, and you would think like Tim Allen is iconic. We love Santa Claus. We love, you know, the original Toy Story movies. Right. But this is a young Buzz Lightyear, so it makes sense to get a younger actor. You have to have a younger voice behind it. And then this is also very interesting that you would take somebody who is so recently wrapped up his contract with Disney over the Marvel movies. He's done done his run for the as Captain America. And he's free. He's free. And then he gets wooed back for a little voice acting work. I'm sure he got a nice pay. Day for that I'm and, sure he did. <laughs> and rightfully so. And uh, he doesn't have to shave to go to work or, or, wear, or wear pants or wear pants. He doesn't have to wear pants. Either. Uncharted. So here's something I noticed uh, right away with this one. They go out of their way to say exclusively in movie theaters to say, you think you're getting this on streaming. Think again. <laughs> it's kind of like Pirates of the Uncharted. Oh, okay. You're doing a three-word review. That's my four-word review. Cause... <laughs> 
Oh, you gotta be. You gotta one up me. I see. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know. That's, <laughs> no, one upping you would be a two word review. <laughs> oh, that's okay. That's that's how you do it. So I'll give you. Since you did that, I'll give you my third review. Is called. Okay, go for it. Male Tomb Raider. Male Tomb. Okay. Okay. I also <laughs> had. Well, it, not not that I have like a a, a pithy quip way of doing it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But it's like it's Indiana Jones with a tribute to cocktail. Okay. And with a national treasure vibe with some oh, born identity in there. <laughs> throw it all at the throw it all at the map. They acquired the greatest focus group. <laughs> I think of all time to make this movie. They went to the suburbs of Scottsdale, Arizona. They went to the theater and they said, here's a form. Fill out these forms, everybody. What do you like? (laughs) Check the boxes. And they said not one, but two falling out of plane scenes. This movie, I mean, don't get me wrong. It looks like it's a ton of fun. It's a blast. You're going to be, whether it's in the theater and streaming on your sofa, I don't care. It's going to be a great time. I, I mean, he's just going to keep falling out of planes. Get smacked by crates. It's it's ridiculous. <laughs> it is so stupid. It is ridiculous. And, and you know, they say, they say only in the theaters. But here's the dirty little secret. Wait, wait, wait a couple weeks. Blink your eyes. Well, and, and that's it'll be in your it'll be on your sofa in two weeks. And that's the other part of my notes is uh, I said until it does terrible and they rush it to streaming. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you got if you got Holland and and Wahlberg in there. People are gonna go see it in the theater. I mean, it's not gonna do terrible, but it'll be it'll. It's not it's not gonna pull Dune numbers, but it'll it'll pull in a, a decent amount. Within within the month, it'll be in the house. Yeah, you know. But no, I mean, it looks it looks like a great time. I I mean, I know we're giving it a hard time, but I will say that the the, the poster leaves a lot to be desired. It does it now? It be you know you didn't see it because I didn't put it on our show art for this week because it's just a black background with the word Uncharted across the middle. And I guess you're trying to be meta. You're trying you're trying to say like, ooh, it's uncharted just like this poster. But at least give us something, you know? What I mean? right. Give us the plane flying with them hanging by their foot on cargo, you know? Exactly. Since that tested really, really well. Yeah. So that one, I mean, I think <laughs> I, I, I think I'd watch it. Like it's great. Oh, it's probably fantastic trainer fodder. Yeah, yeah. There you go. You know, like workout like, you know, you were complaining <laughs> about foundation on the, the on speed the, of foundation yeah, on the on, treadmill. On yeah. the treadmill. <laughs> I think this one, you're just going to be like, you're going to be trotting along and then you're going to find yourself like accidentally sprinting (laughs) (laughs) or dodging your bullets. Whatever it is. Right. Right. (laughs) You know, hopefully you don't trip. And then the, 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 like the conveyor belt just launches you. All right. Red notice yet another Indiana Jones and oceans. Some odd number wannabe. I was going to say, if you tested an audience and they like that movie, then ask the audience about this movie this is another that's why i went right into it paint by the numbers you want to hear my three word review for this yeah ryan reynolds dwayne johnson <laughs> go for it my three word review is hot hotter hottest i mean the, you take it's three totally people right and you can't you can't make them hotter than this i mean gal gadot oh. is definitely the hottest dwayne johnson is hotter and ryan reynolds is hot well ted know? let me let me correct you right there <laughs> i am not disputing that gal gadot is the hottest 
Uh-huh. If it were Trailer Junkies Wives version. Oh, okay. I guarantee you it might be Ryan Reynolds or Dwayne Johnson. Oh. And then Gal Gadot would probably pull up a third. <laughs> <laughs> but because it's Trailer Junkies Ted Jim version, Gal Gadot oh, okay. shows up the hottest. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> okay. Uh, I love the the James Brown musical soundtrack that that like hums along in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have a lot of good, a lot of good music in in a lot of these. We have oh. David Bowie, James Brown. One we haven't gotten into yet has Led Zeppelin. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, all around good. Oh, and we kind of missed the whole Uh-oh. Batman score. The Batman score. The scoring in Batman is very lyrical and yeah, musical, yeah. and it's and it's all like firepower and flashes of light. You know what I mean? So oh, it's the like sound design. Shooting. I did the sound mention design the sound amazing. sound design in that. Yeah, but it is also musical sound design. Exactly. Yeah. No. Great. No. I mean, Red Notice. Red Notice. It's too easy to see. You know, it's Netflix. It's like Netflix you know. overall fun action comedy. Yeah. I mean, Ryan Reynolds, it's right in that wheelhouse of all of the Ryan Reynolds movies we like to watch. He's quippy. He's he's he, you know, he's Ryan Reynolds. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. And it's going to be it's going to be a good juxtaposition against uh, Dwayne Johnson and, and, and Gal Gadot. 100 percent. And then piggybacking right onto that is Ambulance. OK. A Michael Bay film. The minute you see lime green Lamborghinis, you know it's Michael <laughs> Bay, right? Like, that, yep. yeah, who else is it going to be? And, uh, yeah, it's it's just another one of those, like, action, you know? I mean, love or hate him, he always delivers. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, is this the movie that your buddy with the socks worked on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, okay. he was, you know, he's one of the main grips on this. And, and yeah, he's, uh, he's uh, a Michael Bay uh yeah he's he's a frequent crew member of michael bay films and yeah it's it's great he's he's a he's a solid solid guy and he's 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 uh and he has nice socks he's nice socks and he can <laughs> he can cross when he is tasked with crossing the 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 frame so it was a it, it is an amazing uh movie and um Heist movie, Michael Bay. You would think that this has been done before. Oh, my God. You're, you're beating me to the punch. Go ahead. But you want to hear my favorite review? Yeah, go for it. Bay's Heat Love Letter. Oh, my God. I said Heat Reimagined. Oh, there you go. Oh, you, you beat me. See, there Two it is. Two-word review. Two-word review. Bam. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad you didn't save it to the end. I should have. Because got all these other... Yeah. <laughs> heat reimagined. That's what heat I re-imagined. said. That's so funny. We both had heat. I mean, the minute they come out of that place and they're they're The minute they come out of it. The minute they come out, it's like, oh, this is this this it gets goosebumpy because you're like think you're feeling heat. Yeah. I mean <laughs> and you're so right. They come out of there and my, right away I'm like, bam, it's heat all over again. <laughs> I can't wait, and I'm 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 going to see this one in the theaters. You okay. Know. okay, I I think the it really it felt like there was a huge uh, a release when Dune hit the theaters. I mean, we saw at at the theaters. Uh, typically, you see about twenty five minutes worth of trailers. I think we saw either thirty or thirty two minutes worth of trailers in front of uh, what in front of Dune. <laughs> oh my god! And it was it was amazing and. Not a single person in there. What you know? Typically, you hear a couple old guys complaining, groaning. Yeah, just get just getting to get to the movie. You know, and nobody in this theater 
cared about it. You know what I mean? It was, you know, and it got me thinking like so many trailers dropped. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. Dozens of trailers dropped and all these movies between December, like from December to like April. Yep. The slate is full. It's, it's jam packed. And all I'm thinking is like, this is the backlog of COVID. Yep. Like it's, it's the zit of COVID coming to a head, (laughs) ready to blow. (laughs) And right now it's like it, it, the zit is just sore. It's red. It's just not there yet. But you keep touching it and you're just like, God damn already. It hurts so much. Like this thing is going to be huge. It's going to blow and it's going to be all bloody and everything. And then all of a sudden, like, it's just going to explode all over the mirror come January. That's what this is. That's what's happening right now, I think. Yes, yes. And and marketing has to marketing has to lead. Marketing has to lead it, you know? I mean, from a couple weeks ago with Macbeth to going into like these Michael Bay movies and I mean all the stuff we've been ta- Tom Holland, all this stuff, it's all coming to a head and it's all just this COVID backlog just needing to be like let out. Mm-hmm. You know, perfect example. If you have kids in the car, shut their ears. <laughs> this is a dude who hasn't dated in a while <laughs> and he's finally getting laid again. And I mean, it's like the cum load is massive. <laughs> I'm just saying that's what From this is. popping zits to that. Oh man. Oh God. <laughs> I'm just saying that's what this is. That's what the this bluest is. of the yeah, blue balls are just letting loose, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, so so totally into this one. Yes, we're gonna see this one. All right, we have two we don't more to we'll go. I'm, I'm, we do. I'm we do. saving. Okay. I'm saving the last. Oh, I know. I think I know which one you're doing the last. In my opinion, the best trailer, maybe not of the year, but since we've been doing this. Oh wow, wow, and 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 uh, okay. So I have something else to say about that, but but yes, let's let's do the other one okay. first. Psych three. This is Gus. <laughs> I, I okay, sure. It's it, it it strikes me as major linear television. Ah, uh, yes, okay. Uh I don't know. It's it's one of the one of one of our few Peacock originals. Yeah. This is on Peacock the streamer, and they make fun of Peacock. And they make fun the, of Peacock in there. Within the trailer itself. Right. They call it a fake streaming service. I was like, oh, that's so nice of them to like self deprecating humor. Uh, uh, bite bite the hand that feeds them and stuff and self deprecating. But but, you know, if you know the show and if you love the show as much as we do, I mean, my my kids and Anne and I, we sit around the dinner table going, we should start watching Psych again. We should rewatch Psych. We should we watched all the episodes in order. (laughs) We should do it again. You know what I mean? Like the way you watch Marvel movies over and over again. It was there's something so wholesome, I guess, is the wrong word for it. But there's something so comforting about this show, about this, the cult behind the people that follow Psych and that make this culture, you know, like it's one of the one of the few franchises that Peacock NBC can own like this. So I think it's it's really special, has a special place in my heart. Um, the three word review is an inside baseball. You have to know Psych to know my three word review. It's Gee Buttersnaps Back. Gee Buttersnaps Back. I guess I would have to know Psych to get it. <laughs> so Gee Buttersnaps is my, one of my favorite nicknames 
of Gus when he was, you know, Sean always introduces him as a different name. And I sent you like a super cut of that. It was like eight minutes of him just introducing him as all these other names. Yeah. But Gee, Gee Butter Snaps is my one of my favorite. All right. All right. So this is a must watch for me. I'm so glad I have Peacock. Even if you don't have Peacock, you can get Peacock with ads for free. I so do have really, Peacock. can watch this. Yes. Uh, and uh, I, I don't know. Maybe we'll check it out. I don't, you know what I mean? It's. <laughs> you might. I mean, if you haven't seen the series, it might not resonate for you. No. If I were to do it, I would start from the beginning. Okay. Yeah, I would start from the beginning. Um, okay. Let's get to the best trailer of all time. Okay. Maybe not of all time, but (laughs) best trailer in a long time. I'll put it that way. Yes. Cowboy Bebop. And it's not even the trailer because I went to go put together the page today. That's not the trailer. And I looked up the Bebop trailer and the Bebop trailer says, oh, it was released like yesterday or the day before yesterday. And I was like, oh, no, but we saw this trailer like a week ago. I said this to you while you're at, you know, Legoland. I said this trailer to you. Yeah. And it was this is the teaser trailer. And it's not the official trailer. The official trailer just released two days ago. Don't tell me the official trailer is like boring. The official trailer is a standard uh, story trailer where it tells more of the story. And this, of course, has has everything. I have no idea what's going on. Right. Perfect. But it is so <laughs> like the, the jump cuts, the interactions between the characters the framing the framing the slide camera shooting type whatever (laughs) you want to call that i don't even know what it's called the panning i guess yeah yeah i mean it is it you know the way they break they don't even break the fourth wall but they kind of break the fourth wall and right right it is such good editing it is such good I, I mean, it, it makes me want to watch it. It does. It does. Yeah. I don't know what's going on, but if I'm like, if the show is half as good as this trailer, <laughs> like it is, you know, the gun play, the katana play, the samurai sword play. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. care what it is. Like the whole trailer is the the sound score, the way the, the jump cuts, the whole thing is is phenomenal it's it's the the 70s vibe yeah this the 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 outfits the the, out oh the 70s vibe but like the 70s music the 70s you know waka waka wow waka wow (laughs) you know like all that stuff i mean it's 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 like it's it's just an outrageously amazing trailer i mean like they win on all counts they win on everything. And and then you have, so if you put together Ambulance, Red Notice, and Cowboy Bebop, they kind of have this thread of two guys and a girl. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it's and, it, and the way they play off of each other. To me, this one, Cowboy Bebop, has the best, uh, I just want to kill her a little bit. You know what I mean? <laughs> like like that, the, the, the tension between the three of them is, is played up the best. So I agree with you wholeheartedly. I will say that the trailer was a bit of a letdown, but it did explain a little bit more of the story. So I understand what the trailer's trying to do. And that's important to do, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but this is a this is a series, so we get we get to see a lot of this, you know what I mean? So we'll, I'm I'm willing to give this a shot. The trailer did temper my expectations of the action in this film and this in this series. 
So I don't know how much action they're going to put throughout there. It feels like they might have one or two breakout action sets, setups, you know, sequences. Um, but, you know, it's a series, so I think that's to be expected. You have to tell some story in there somewhere. You just can't have people beating each other up for an hour. <laughs> Right, And the third review is teaser greater than trailer. And I think you would say greater than is two words, but I use the symbol. So ah, I got away. I got away with it with the little, little Chevron, little, little game in the system. I, I you know, and it, and it's uh, an iconic uh, animated series in its own right. So I don't know how I, I'm not a fan of the original. So I'm, I'm excited to hear what people have to say about it as, as fans of the original. So we have a bit of a theme, not a, a tight theme, but maybe a looser theme. Any idea what the theme is? Move, move, movies are back. Movies are coming. And Netflix isn't scared of the, the theater. <laughs> They're still doing their thing. The loose theme is it's all been done before. Oh, right. It's all been done before. I mean, like explain, explain what I mean by when I say it's I mean, how many of these did we go through tonight where we said it's like Indiana Jones? It's like Tomb Heat, Raider, yeah. Tomb yeah. Raider, you know, on and on and on. And obviously Scream itself <laughs> scream has been done scream. before. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's the most obvious one. Batman. Right. How many Batman? Yeah. Have? I mean, Lightyear, right? Lightyear is a. Right. The thing about it, though, I would say with the exception of Bebop or Cowboy Bebop, mm-hmm. with the exception of Cowboy Bebop, the whole thing has been done before, you know, and it's just different ways of telling those same stories and stuff. And, you know, and, and, and I, th- I think the main one when you're looking at uh, what is it? Uncharted. OK, I think that encompasses all of the trailers, right? Because you're hitting on all fronts and everything, and they're doing so many of so many other movies. I mean, just him shaking, you know, like the the cocktail scene and, and all that stuff. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, with that said, what comes around goes around. And as we say, there's what is it? There's like uh, seven storylines in all of Hollywood or something or. Right, right, right. You know, and and uh, it is what it is in that regard. But overall, many exciting movies to come. And with that, Ted, what have you been watching? Well, OK, so I've been watching. So Dune, we talked about Dune a little bit. That's more of what I've been watching in the theater. Uh, but on Apple TV Plus, okay, I w- I've been watching the series Invasion. 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 I haven't seen that dish to me. Maybe I wasn't looking. Sci-fi. It's a little bit of sci-fi. <laughs> um, uh, so I, what did I, I was, Anne was sleeping on the sofa and I was doing some work and this was actually like last Friday. She wasn't listening to trailer junkies podcast. Was she, she might've been listening with her <laughs> eyes closed and her ears closed and fast asleep. That's how right. she likes to listen. Uh, <laughs> but she was there asleep and I was like, uh, oh, let me watch something that I know that she won't, you know, be mad when she wakes up that I watched. So I found this on Apple TV plus invasion. It kind of reads like La Brea. <laughs> It kind of reads like manifest. You know, it's hilarious. What's that? When I saw ambulance, my first thought was, <laughs> oh, great. It's another NBC show. <laughs> it's like Chicago. Right. Medical Chicago fire. Exactly. Chicago. I'm like ambulance. Great. Here we go. <laughs> oh, did you hear they're making uh, CSI colon Las Vegas? I thought they did. I was like, isn't it just CSI? And they're like, no, because they. They actually closed shop on CSI. So now they're making a sequel to CSI in Las Vegas where they're coming back home to Las Vegas 
but instead of calling it just CSI, they're calling it CSI colon Las Vegas. Anyway, I just thought that was hilarious that they're trying to rebrand the next series as a different series than the original. But anyway, so Invasion. <laughs> so Invasion is a is a show about an alien invasion of the planet, right? And it's a series. I think it's like 10, 10 episodes. I don't even know. I didn't, didn't, didn't read about it. But uh, Apple TV Plus releases one episode a week. You know, that's their typical shtick, right? Sure, yeah. So I figured I'd watch an episode. Well, Hulu's doing be, that. and a lot, a lot of places do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Disney does that in general. So I figured I'd watch an episode late Friday night, like 11 o'clock. Or no, 10 o'clock, something like that. Um, so I watched the first episode. And I was so hooked. I was like, oh, man, such a cliff. You went till four in the morning. I, a cliffhanger, but I thought it was only one episode. Like, it just dropped. It just dropped today. Okay. Or last, yeah, last night. They drop on Thursday night at like eight o'clock. It's so weird. I think in, maybe nine o'clock. Maybe they do midnight East Coast for. But they dropped 13 weeks ago and you had 13 episodes. <laughs> no, they dropped the first three episodes all at once. Oh, I've seen them do that. Yeah, they did that. You said they did it with Handmaid's Tale. They yeah, Hulu did. Hulu did that with Handmaid's Tale. So I think this is the new new norm where you drop. If you're trying to hook people, you let them. They did that with Foundation, I think. Mi- mini binge and then. I think they'd only did maybe two episodes with Foundation. Yeah, they get you hooked, and then it's like, oh, my God, I got to see. Right. So 10 o'clock to 11 o'clock, cliffhanger. I was like on the edge of my seat. I was like, what's going to happen next? And it says, play next episode. I was like, yes, please. <laughs> and I was there till 1.30 in the morning, so that's pretty late for me. Two, Three episodes in, and it's these amazing storylines in, in an alien invasion. And I know you know that I love... The Fear of the Walking Dead, how it's right at the cusp of the beginning of the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, the sound design and all so, that stuff. And, right. and everything's new and you don't know what's going on in this 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 new space of of not knowing what's on the future, but but Was that know, a car backfiring? Or you know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And now these bombs are dropping out of the sky and you don't know if you're being attacked by another country or what, right? Yeah. And then there's this one so my favorite storyline. And and the reason that I tell Anne that she'll never watch this show because I won't let her, you know, I, sure, she would never want to watch this show. But I told her, here's why you won't want to watch this movie, this television show. There's a main family, the main storyline. Uh, it's an Indian wife <laughs> and, a, and, and a Latino. <laughs> and a half Filipino no, white guy. <laughs> no, and a Latino, a Latino husband. And I'm not Latino, but anyway, and they have two kids, two younger kids. So the older boy is probably about 12 and the younger girl's like eight or nine or something like that. And uh, and part of the alien invasion as as the bombs start dropping, also the kids, everybody in this whole school, everybody starts having nosebleeds. Okay. And they're all freaking out. But it's just like uh, school wide nosebleeds. All the kids around the world are getting nosebleeds. Except for one kid, their son, the twelve-year-old son. He's the only kid in the school of a thousand kids that doesn't get a nosebleed. So school-wide nosebleed. They call all the parents. It's like you know, one in the afternoon, middle of the day, whatever. So she goes in and she's you know she's taking care of the kid. And this is kind of your introduction to this family. 
and she's telling her children how to handle their nosebleeds. And she's using all these technical terms in front of the nurse and stuff. And the nurse is trying to say like, oh, I don't think you should do that or whatever. And she goes, I Harvard Medical School. I think I know what I'm doing. You know what I mean? And then she said that the nurse is like, so you're a doctor. And she goes, no, I'm a mother and a wife. You know what I mean? So so basically this mother wife has has squashed all of her inner drive and desire to be everything for this family, you know, and kind of given up her life for this family. So she calls her husband. Her husband's nowhere to be found, whatever. So she goes to find her husband because she's got a little phone finder on. And she finds her husband, like, having an affair, like, through the window. Oh, man. With a nosebleed. Well, no nosebleed because they're adults. But uh, but she's, like, she's distraught. She goes back to her car. And she's crying in the front seat of her car. And the kids say to her, what's wrong, mommy? And the whole time you think that they, she left the kids at home. And you're like, oh, my God, she brought the kids with her. And, uh, and so it's great. So they, they, they come home and he comes home late at night and he's, uh, he's trying to sneak in, but he's like, Oh, I had a late dinner. You know, that's was his cover cover story. And she knows otherwise. She knows otherwise. So she, ba- she, the person that he's having an affair with is this world-class chef. So she spends the rest of the evening making this dish that she found on Instagram of this woman chef that she's having an affair with. He's having an affair with. Oh, man. So he she puts scorn. it in front of she puts it in front of him and he eats it. And he says, oh, this is so much better than the normal stuff you make. And I was like, oh, shit, he's just stepping in it. He doesn't even know. And then she says, she says, oh, it's here's the chef that I got it from. And she says her by name. And then he knew the jig was up. You know, he knew oh, that he had been caught. And he was like. I was going to tell you next week I was going to leave, you know, I was going to divorce you next week, whatever. Wow. Then, then boom, the whole thing blows up and everything's blowing up. <laughs> and of course you got to scoop the kids up and you got to put a, put aside the fact that you were about to get divorced. You know what I mean? There was no more love in this marriage, no more love in this family. No, it's survival. She gave up her whole life. Now it's like survive, survive. And what do they do? They get in the Tesla, right? Oh, <laughs> they God. go to get off. They go to get away in the Tesla, and he can't get the Tesla to start. And she looks over at him and she goes, "You had to get a Tesla, didn't you?" And I was like, "Oh shit!" She totally like is like dogging him for choosing a Tesla. And you're like, "And you're never gonna watch this." <laughs> And then, and then he runs. Okay, last thing about this, right? Oh boy! Then he runs over to the neighbor, right? And the neighbors pull out of the driveway, and this older couple roll down the window. He's like, "They're like, I'm sorry, we don't have room for you. We don't have room for the four of you." And he's like, "No, just take me." And I was like, "You're a douchebag." Wow. <laughs> he's trying to like separate. And so she jumps out, and she's like, "Get in the car, I'm driving." And then she pulls out his phone and you know for the tesla you have to have bluetooth on and he turned the bluetooth off bluetooth off thinking that it would turn off the friend finder but obviously that didn't work um so then she drives off in the tesla but i just love that storyline it was to me it was so perfect that you have to like kick into survival mode and even with this douchebag you have to like make him man up in this space and time it was it was it was it was epic yeah man and and apple tv plus took something that would have been Typical network over the air linear fodder. And I think they plussed it out. I think they did a good job of making this better. Yeah, it's like taking manifest and actually making it good. (laughs) 
right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. How about you? What have you been watching? Uh, well, so a couple things, and then I have uh, some. I had some intestinal issue. Uh oh. Well, so we watched or we finished only murders in the building. Oh, great. Yeah, I mean, keep in mind this is two weeks now worth of what we've been watching. Right, right, right. So we finished that. Ended great. Great show. Looks like there's a season two coming. Yes. All, all around enjoyable. And then I got some bad chicken or something. Uh-oh. I think it was this bad chicken. I cooked it. Nobody blame it myself. It seemed like it was cooked. It seemed like there was... You don't have a thermometer? No, but no one else got had problems, right? Oh, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Middle of the night, I'm up all night. Couple hours anyway, stomach problems in the bathroom, you know, on the toilet, all this stuff. So then that night, following night, I'm like, man, you know, like I was up. I'm going to bed early. We're not watching anything. Or <laughs> Not that she couldn't, but I wasn't, right? Right. So I go to bed. Same thing, man. Middle of the night, like my intestines are just like tying knots in my stomach. Two nights in a row. Two nights in a row. So then that night, I'm like, all right, second night. Now I'm really exhausted. I'm going to bed, you know, and and then I was good after that. But yeah, so I missed out on a few nights of any potential watching. Okay. Um, we did see a couple of episodes of Foundation, and then a fun one though that is really something that you would think of is it's a YouTube show and it airs first on Twitch. Okay. And Twitch is like a video game streaming thing or like people do like gaming and stuff, but I don't watch it there. I watch it on YouTube, but it's Critical Role. And Critical Role is a Dungeons and Dragons uh uh you know, it's a role-playing game and what it is, it's so it's season 3. So they've done R O L E or R O L L R O L E. Yeah. Critical role and like roll the dice. Well, that's R O L L. Wait a minute here. R O L E is a, a, a role playing like the role that you play. <laughs> Wait, now I'm not really sure. <laughs> it's, it's trouble. It's meant to be a double entendre. I'm sure it is. But I just, yeah. did, I didn't want to, I didn't know which way they're. And what's they're funny leading. is I didn't even pay attention when I read it. <laughs> Because of it being a double entendre, <laughs> it might be R-O-L-L, critical uh, R-O-L-E. Okay. Yeah, R-O-L-E. Okay. So what it is, though, and the reason I like it. Oh, they're not They're not series. They're not seasons. They're campaigns. They're, well, okay, they're campaigns, yeah. <laughs> and the reason I like it, though, and, and, and the reason I want to tell you about it is because your kids are into acting and all this stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. So critical role is... There's about this year. There's more people, but it's a, it's a thing where they have uh, they're all voice actors and they play Dungeons and Dragons. Uh-huh. You know, they roll the dice and they do all the stuff they do. But the role playing, it's improv at its finest. Oh, nice. And this guy, Matt Mercer, he's the guy who who does the the game mastering okay and he plays like the non-player characters and so on but what he does though is like when you play these games a lot of times people look to the game master to say what do i do now right or okay i did that now what do i do he doesn't interject he doesn't intervene he just lets them go and lets them riff right and they'll go on for five minutes and they're all like Improving with one another and talking and doing nice. what you know all this 
this acting and you're watching it and it's it's just this brilliant like it's like it's like a uh it's like a lesson in just amazing acting it's like an acting class right where you just but but it's not just an acting class but you watch these great people these great actors and actresses going you know i think it's uh i think it's like four dudes and three women you know Okay. And they are so good at at their craft. Nice. You know, and obviously the story, I mean there's writers and stuff. I mean it's 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 nothing. It's no game that I could ever put together or or most people, which I think is why it does so well. Right. But watching the 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 craft of how these people just riff, you know, and improv. Quick quick thinking. Quick thinking and just their voices and and how they they don't break character, but when they do break character, it's for an extremely good reason. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and it's like the, it's just amazing. It's really it's really well done. OK. And I know Bryce is into D&D yep. and wants to act and stuff. The only caveat is they do drop F-bombs and, you know, <laughs> and it could be a little bit adulty at times in that regard. And they're four hours long. Come on. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're they're long. But what I would say is, though, you don't do them on like double time or a time and a half because it takes away from their acting prowess. Right, 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 right. Because a lot of it is like that pregnant pause, you know, or. Yeah, of course. Like their intonation and, and all that stuff. But they're, they're super long, though. You're right about that. But he, but you don't need to watch four hours. You need to watch, you know, just do 30 minutes. Yeah. Clips of it. Okay. Clips of it. Just watch. The, or or I'm sure on YouTube there's like the best clips of. I found two hours. Best of campaign one. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and that's like two hours that probably encapsulates like, you know, 50 hours or something. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But it's like if, if you don't know how to play a voice or a character or an accent, I mean, with what Bryce is trying to do and wanting to do. OK, they are like it is it is it's an acting school. Nice. OK, it, it's so great. And that and that's why, you know, like, believe me, I watch tons and tons and tons of stuff on YouTube. Rarely do I talk like what we're watching okay this that, the other i never talk about youtube right 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 and youtube probably encompasses like two-thirds of my viewing time wow wow and one half of my viewing time half a half yeah but this ra this ra raised to the bar of being mentioned it raised to the bar of being mentioned for no other reason than i think that improvisation the improvisational acting what people who want to be actors and these mm -hmm. aren't like great actors in the sense of what you see you know in the theater and stuff they're voice actors but they're so good at voice acting and sound effects with their mouth and all that kind of stuff that it's awesome i mean it's really a lot of fun you know and it could be slow at times and everything but it's slow and, and when it's slow it's that's how they're playing it to be slow. Right. You know, it's like they're so good at it that they slow it down and you're still watching. <laughs> you're, you're, and you're like Clarissa it, yeah. was watching. And I, I told Clarissa, I'm like, you got to watch this, you know? And I thought she was going to be like, all right, this is going to be dumb. And I look over at her. We're like, we're like 40 minutes in, right? I look at her uh -huh. and I mean, it's enthralled. And she's gripped. Her <laughs> eyes are big. She's, sitting, she's like, you know, and they're doing 
doing stuff and she's laughing and it's like I'm like oh my god like she's into this and the thing is they're just people sitting at a table right pl- st- storying this out you know uh-huh. and all you have in your like you're watching them but you just have this vision of yeah. The, of yeah you're imagining what's what's happening it's it's really good it's really good so i i would recommend bryce get into it a little bit if you're okay with some of the language it's not that foul right but they will drop f-bombs here and there you know and and uh, nothing he hasn't heard and you know the thing is it's like comedy the, the number yeah. one thing about comedy is timing. Yeah. The number one thing about F-bombs is placement. Right. Right. That's how they do it. <laughs> They're not gratuitous. They're well-placed. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Have I have I told you the first, when Audrey was two years old, her F-bomb? Uh, you, I, I've heard it, but I don't remember it. I'll, I'll, t- I'll tell you the quick. It's a quick story. So I'm here in the guest house, and when she was two, we had to come to a guest house to get something. And it was cold. It was very cold, you know, because the hard, the tiles out here and it wasn't there wasn't any furniture. So we came out to get something and I brought her out with me and she's two years old. She walks in and she catches that, you know, that chill when you walk into a cold room. And she says without missing a beat, she says, it's fucking cold out here. <laughs> <laughs> and I look down at her and then she I didn't say a word because it was perfectly placed. It was perfectly appropriate. It was fucking cold out here. Right. <laughs> and she burst into tears like she was bursting into flames. And I was like, no, 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 no. It's OK. Don't ever say it again. And don't let mommy hear you say that. But you said it perfectly. You, you did said it well. Just don't let your mom hear you say this. <laughs> right. Yeah. So how about you guys? Um, what have you been doing? I know you said Dune. I watched Foundation as well this week, you know, um, catching up with it but it's so hard after watching dune foundation feels like it's in the same ilk it does but it's just got a different quality to it and dune is a superior product i think i was gonna say lower quality right and i think that it's like i like i like the story i want to see where it's going but i can't help but compare it to dune and maybe i just you know and dune's so easy to watch i just flip the switch and i go over and i watch dune you know what i mean so i end up watching billions (laughs) instead of watching dune again i haven't seen dune yet but knowing what it is knowing the story and the caliber of actor the actors all of it right yeah or yeah i feel like if I watch Foundation, they're going to transition to a different planet at some point in the story, and it's going to be Dune. Right, right. It could, it could. You know Dune what I mean? Within, yeah, it's just the U- it's, Dune is within the universe of Foundation. Yeah, Foundation like they're they're the just Dune, they're yeah. in the periphery of the Empire. <laughs> yeah, and 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 I mean, Star Wars is there too. I mean, the original Star Wars. Oh, for sure. Uh, yeah, New Hope. New Hope is definitely in this this same genre of. And what is it with desert planets? I mean, they gotta love. This, the the desert planet's got to be like the best set <laughs> ever, you know. You know, and the thing is, if you think about when all these things were written, I mean, a desert was probably about the mi- most inhospitable place you could think of. So it's like, yeah, we'll just put them in a place. There's no water. Ah, what are they gonna drink? I don't know. Moisture farming. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, body, but... body moisture and right. cycled through that. Right. Um, and then and then also on my own. So I wouldn't be left out of the conversation. I watch Squid Games. OK. A lot of people I know are watching that. So I watch Squid Games and I won't give any spoilers away like some people at work. Can you believe a lady at work? 
she comes up she we're talking about squid games i could believe it but <laughs> no we're talking about squid games and uh i talk about a character they all die at the end no i talk about a character and she's like oh well don't get too connected to that character don't get don't fall in love with that character i was like i just started watching this okay dick <laughs> and I was like, and I was, I was half joking when I said, uh, spoiler, like, cause normally you say spoiler, right? And then whoever spoiled it will say, what, what, how, what would you say if you spoiled something? Chris? Uh, okay. Wait, is it something that's like freshly out and you know, in the, okay. Yeah, exactly. You're, it's, we're not talking about Darth Vader's Luke's father. <laughs> right, right. That. Okay. We're talking about like, you know, yeah, it's crying game the week that it comes out. Yeah. If I said something, if you said a spoiler and somebody says, oh, spoiler alert. If I said yeah, something and say? I said, oh yeah. Can you believe that guy died? Right. And they said, dude, spoiler. I'd be like, oh shit. I'm sorry, man. I didn't know you didn't see it. You would say that you would you would apologize. You would apologize. Yes, exactly. I'd be like, sorry, she, man. I didn't. She know. doubled. She doubled down. She doubled down. Get goes, out. Oh, I'm sure you saw on social media about it. I was like, no, I didn't. And and I was joking when I said spoiler alert. But now I'm serious. Just apologize so we can move on, you know. And she wouldn't apologize. Ugh. I was like, oh, God. dead to me. Dead to me, woman. Anyway. But you're right, though. I would be like, oh, my God, Just apologize. Man, I'm sorry. I didn't know you didn't see it. You know, like. It's a typical human reaction to apologize. 100%. 100%. <laughs> anyway, so. No, I, Ted, I, Ted, I feel you, man. I feel you. All right. What else you got for me? Right. We're winding down. Billions is Billions is still capturing me on my treadmill i love it um but yeah i think that's about it we did we and oh we were doing some group uh community uh gym time and was on the elliptical i'm on the treadmill i saw that and we're all working out together and she was watching uh infinity war so <laughs> i saw some infinity war on the treadmill and uh and that's what we're watching i think i think man making me relive uh marvel again <laughs> i think that's it i think that's all we've seen I, I still haven't seen you. I, I'm Ted. I'm right here, man. I'm right here. Audrey and I are trying to align our schedules to see you. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Cool. Cool, I, man. I had a, a great time tonight. We covered nine trailers. I think that might be a TJP record. A TJP record for sure. Yeah. We didn't watch a whole lot for various reasons. Yeah. We're busy. We're busy people. How did your beer finish up? Oh man, I'm still drinking this thing. Okay, I still have quite a bit. It is, uh, it's, it's warming nice. It's really smooth. It, it's sticky. Ah, okay. Like it's, it, it's, it's like, it, uh, how, how do I put it? Like it's candyfied. Okay. You know what I mean? Like if you drink, yeah. like if you have like something that's sugary, it gets like sticky. Like a color caramel molasses, kind of a molasses kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Syrup. 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 Yeah, syrup. That's how it's going to be. Uh, mine mine was the exact opposite. It did not warm well. <laughs> I chugged did you finish the last, it? I chugged the last sips, you know, pre-bebop because... Uh, <laughs> Just to get rid of it. It was, it was not going down warm well Ugh. at all. And, and and it was so funny because you were talking about your stomach virus your 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 stomach issues and I was like oh this beer is gonna give me stomach issues it's that oh my god so the Kentucky Mule is a non-repeater for me I'm glad I did it it does not bode uh, well 
but it does not uh, does not. Uh, no, this is to this is a great beer. I think it's a little bit rich, though. I think it would. Okay. It would like if if we had this together, I think it would be better than me having it alone. Ah. You know. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's so nice of you. To I say. know, Ted. <laughs> since you're not here, I guess I have to sacrifice. Uh, All right, man. And on that, we are at uh, almost an hour and a half. Not not too long for the amount of trailers we covered. Oh, man, we, we crushed it. So we did. All right, we man. Did. All right. Have a great week. You too. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Next week, join Jim and Ted as they disarm another Hollywood bomb or marketing masterpiece. Remember, the holy trinity of podcasting. Subscribe, like, share. Special thanks to Jeremy Kent Jackson for the voiceover and Rogelio for the music.